Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a loan broker and an old client of mine. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I own a home. I'm very proud of this. It was not an easy thing to do, but I own it. God bless it. I don't own it outright, obviously. I have a loan on it. It's called a mortgage for those of you not in the biz, but I digress. I have this mortgage, and to get the mortgage, I had to talk to a loan broker. Now, being a tutor, it's not super easy to convince someone that you make any money. Now, I don't make a lot of money, but I make enough money to own a home, thank goodness. And when I was getting my mortgage years ago, I started working with this guy, James. James was a really good loan broker, and James helped me get these loans, right? The, this loan that I needed for my house, then he helped me do a refi, and, and I started referring James to a lot of other people. I appreciated him a lot. And it was an interesting thing dealing with James because he was this dynamite guy. He would get all of my applications done. The applications for, for a home loan are egregious. So he'd get all these applications done. He'd, he'd find answers to all of these problems before asking me, which was great. And I started realizing this. And again, I'm, I've always been self-employed my entire adult life. From the age of 22, the week I graduated from college, I started tutoring. So I appreciated someone with hustle. I was like, God bless this man. Look at him. He's getting after it. I've never actually met James. But again, he's, he did a ton of, ton of legwork for me. And I realized, I was like, oh, he's, he's somebody like me. Fantastic. And again, I referred everyone I knew, right? It was my in-laws and my, my immediate family and rates were going down. Interest rates were going down very rapidly after I bought my house. So I was able to get refinances and other people were able to get refinances. And because of that, James very, in a very awesome move, what I thought made me this VIP client. Now, what does a VIP client mean, right? I'm a very important person. Watch out. And I knew this because he would CC me on an email to an underwriter or an appraiser or something like that and say, Hey, this is Matt. He's a VIP client. Um, give him whatever he needs or help him however he can, you know, stop what you're doing and help Matt. He's a VIP. I was like, Oh snap VIP. That's right. I've never been a VIP in my life. Probably the last time I ever will be a VIP, but doesn't matter. For that brief moment, like, yes, VIP. But here's the thing. I think that was a horrendous mistake on James's part. <laughs> so, first off, when you're a normal client, if I'm just a normal guy, James is doing a good job, James, James's obligation to me, in my mind, as the, as the client, is just, essentially just to keep doing what he's been doing, or at the very least, just do better than the alternative. Okay, so say a normal loan broker would take three to four weeks to get my loans done and I had to do a little bit of legwork. James could get them done in two to three weeks, zero legwork. Okay, so all of a sudden, hey, look, James is better. I'm going to stay with James because of his performance. Well, now that James made me this VIP client, I started getting these very odd sensations whenever we had a hiccup. Because my expectation of James was no longer that I was one of many clients and that he was a loan broker and he just had to do better than the next guy. The expectation was now, I'm a VIP. I'm a VIP. Why am I having to do any of this? 
right? And it stopped going from, okay, just kind of be close to as good as you've been or as fast as you've been, and really I'm just gauging off of however good the next person is. And it came to, hey, if I'm VIP, I don't care what the next person is. I should be the absolute best performing client you have. You should be going out of your way for me. Before, I didn't expect him to go out of his way. I just expected him to do a good enough job. It was a very odd thing. And James also, I believe, took this designation of VIP to mean, hey, Matt, you and I, you and I have a deeper understanding here. We have a relationship. You're a very important person in my life. And by giving these compliments to people, I think a lot of people start to assume they have some kind of relationship, right? Or at the very least, some kind of latitude. So because James had done so well by me, he started thinking, hey, if I slow down just a little bit, it's fine because I have this history of treating Matt really, really well. I made him a VIP. We're, we're good to go here. So I can, I can slack a little bit, take a week off, not communicate quite effectively, whatever it was, because, hey, he's one of my VIPs. We're boys. But that wasn't the case. I was still a client. I was still a consumer. I still needed to be treated a certain way. If James hadn't made me a VIP, maybe I wouldn't have thought that way. And I kind of, I've been noodling this for some time because I've been kind of annoyed by the whole, by the whole thing and wondering like, did I do something wrong or was it, was it all James? And then I realized years ago, an old client of mine had introduced me to someone else and she had said, this is Matt. He's the best tutor ever. He's our most favorite. He's fantastic. And of course, greatly appreciated the compliment. I respected this client. I worked with several of her boys. And so, again, I appreciated. I was touched that she had such kind words to say. But at the same time, I got this kind of like sinking sensation in my stomach. Which is like, oh, no. <laughs> the expectations for me now are, are bananas. Now, mind you, I was doing the best job I could with these people always just because that's what I do. That's why this woman liked me, and that's why this woman used me for all of her boys. So she appreciated the work I did. It wasn't that. It was that all of a sudden, the expectations and the management of the relationship had changed. Because as she complimented me and said I was so good, and I treat her so well, and all these different things, and her boys had done so well... The expectation of relationship changed. Now she's establishing, hey, we have this running, running relationship. You've done so well. All of a sudden you fall into, oh, I got a little latitude. Even I fell into this. I was a lot younger, and so I was kind of surprised by it. Now I can ward it off. Now I know if somebody gives me a compliment, it doesn't mean squat. right? If they say, hey, if you've done great for me 365 days of this last year, I don't think, okay, well, today's a new year. Maybe I can slack a little bit. It's like, that doesn't matter. None of that matters. But as a younger person... I was kind of taken aback by this because everybody sees people do this, right? And this is a different, different concept I'll touch on on a different episode. But everybody sees people use compliments as currency. It's, it's like when somebody gives you a compliment or when you do something good for yourself, for instance, you have a good diet. Five days of the week, you eat super clean. You eat super well. You, you take care of yourself. You don't overeat. Lots of greens, lots of fruit. No problem. You get to the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, and you're like, you know... 
I did such a good job this weekend. I'm going to eat like a pig. <laughs> I'm going to eat trash. And you do. You eat trash. You eat junk food because you did so well. So it's kind of like every day that you did well was like a quarter you put in your pocket. And then you had to spend that money. Like it was just burning a hole in your pocket. Like I did so well. I got to get rid of all this good behavior. I got to equalize this all out. I got to neutralize my good acts with some bad acts. It's such a funny thing. People do that. But again, she called me the via the, this great tutor. She essentially said, I'm, he treats me like a VIP. And all of a sudden the relationship in my mind changed. Now I realized really quickly, oh, this is a weird thing. I have to forget that she said that right within about 48 hours. I realized I can't, I can't rest on that. People rest on their laurels and compliments and good deeds of the past all the time. And I was smart enough to know, okay, there was something weird. I didn't quite understand it, but I had, I realized I had to forget that statement. But I think this is a very, very common thing that people fall into. I think people very frequently say, you're my best friend, you're my BFF, or you're, you know, my best customer, or you're my best client, or you're, you're my best service person, you're the best painter ever, you're the best car mechanic ever. Every time you say something like that, you distinctly change the relationship with the person you're dealing with. And it's obvious that that's not usually people's intent. When somebody's getting a compliment or when somebody's giving a compliment, they're not intending to change the relationship. They're not intending to change the way one person views the other person. But make no mistake, it does happen. It absolutely does happen. You may be intending for it to be a positive thing, but it's not always going to be positive. It's not. And in the case of me and James, I'm going to have to find a different guy. Because the bottom line is, as he said that, my expectations froze. His quality kind of went down. And at this point, it's just too weird. It's too weird. He doesn't know this. I'd never tell him it. But it's too weird. Making me a VIP for him essentially spelled doom for our professional relationship. So before you say something like that to someone next time, as you think, oh, I'm going to tell him he's the best ever or she's the best ever or whatever it is, you should really take a step back and say, do I like the way this is going right now? And if you do, maybe don't change it. Maybe just take good enough. Because good enough is totally fine if you know that the best or the most awesome may actually spell doom for the relationship. And on that note, thanks for listening. Go out and crush it.